and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Alright everybody, how's it going? This is The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, my name is Rich Conroy, and with me as always is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Well, it's a beautiful day, Monday here at headquarters. For uh, end half of October, it is way too nice. I yeah, this is say. terrifying. <laughs> this is legitimately wonderful and terrifying at the same time. Ah, like a cuddly shark. I expect to <laughs> like wear a sweater at all times at yeah. this point in yeah. the year, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the time of year when... When you were little and you wanted to go out for Halloween, your mom made you wear a jacket. Yeah, over your costume. Yeah. How am I going to know I'm Batman if I can't wear a winter coat? Batman doesn't wear a winter coat. (laughs) Come on. Hey, it's mom. Yeah, so that's how that usually works. Um, (coughs) But it is beautiful. Um, It's, uh, you know, like those little cotton wisps of clouds. I'm a wordsmith. It's beautiful. Now we have to move into the Ultraman portion of our program. We don't have to. (laughs) That's. I mean, that's what they come for. But you come for the Ultraman. You stay for the patter. The day side banter that we get into. The day where the end of the world begins. And I. That's what it's the. uh, That's what the official literal title is. No, the literal title. First day of the end of the world is the official title because that works in English better. I got you. Like, but like to literally translate it, apparently, is the day where the end of the world begins. Okay. okay. Which is a little clunky. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. It was a clunky title, but I told Rich right away, okay, since it's the day the end of the world begins, yeah. it's going to be a two-parter. Yep. Prepare yourself. Yep. And it were. <laughs> and it were. <laughs> There's it. a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, and of course it, it starts out and you know it tells you the first day of the end of the world and you're oh, 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 as Belial laughs and I was like, well, that's effective. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so Rico's watching an episode of Bonshine with um, Pega and uh, he is then put down by the news of Jeed uh, finally being. He's like cheered up by saying like, "Oh, Jeed has so many more supporters now because he's right, been he's good." Fought another monster. And yeah, and he's fought another monster. But then there's this really serious newscaster guy on this on this morning show, like, if he decides to actually yeah. use his powers against us, there's yeah. no way we can stop it. You see, they going, "Dude, really? Thanks, Chuck Curmudgeon. I appreciate. <laughs> I'm Chuck Curmudgeon with the grumpy side of the news. <clears throat> Are we sure this is good news?" Maybe not. Oh, and you're like, oh man, come on. We dude. were trying here, guy. But what are you gonna do? Um, now, they also uh, they are also told of a mysterious cold that's going around that makes people's hands hot. Yes. And Leia, Leia, sorry, uh, melts ice in her glass. Right. When you <sighs> see her walking into the room, she's just finishing a glass of water. With and puts down the glass that with looked ice like juice. scotch, too. I thought it, it looked like water. Let's to call me. it icy. You're ice. Irish, of course, it looks like water to you. <laughs> Might as well be drinking water. Sure, she's got so many ice. <laughs> she puts the thing down, sees the, the, the saying there's more little stars, and she's holding the glass. And then you cut back to her, and the glass is completely water. Yeah, 
Now, they're not saying it's little stars. They're like, oh, it's because the public in general doesn't know of little stars. But they're calling it a, a cold. A cold going around that makes people's hands hot. Right. And you're sitting there going, and we know what, we that, know means. what that means. We're smart. Yeah, so <laughs> she goes outside and just starts aggressively doing kata. And, uh, yeah, she's, that's her way of relieving her stress yeah. is doing all the... Is it kata? I, I don't know. That's, that's the moves of, like, when you do a kata, those are the moves you do to practice your, your kung fu. Or oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was not aware of that. I don't know if that translates to everything, but I'm I'm told that at that We're going to go that's with applicable. The internet will correct us kindly, please. Yes. <laughs> pretty good so far. I can't really complain. Um, everybody seems nice. Um, and uh, so... Riku goes. <laughs> Riku goes to talk to her. He goes to run off, and he grabs her, and she does some move where she's grabbing his arm. And he's like, "Ow, ow, ow!" <laughs> and, and she goes, "I'm sorry. It's a force of habit." He goes, "What kind of habit is what that? What kind of habit is that? Nobody can touch you at all." And then he also realizes that her hand is, is ridiculously hot. So, yeah, sorry, she's guys. tired. That's what that. Oh, is. it was a bad morning. He's yawning. Uh, so. Then uh, Q immediately Moa and um, watch his nose. Um, oh, sure, that doesn't move his face at all. Which yeah, can't we think are of his name. More and more impressed with every time we see it. Yeah, it's great. He just is like, no, it's good. I'm fine. Everything's great. You know, like his face is just stoic. Exactly. And how this actor does this, and we have pointed out this guy is fantastic. Right. Showing you what he's saying. Zena. That's Zena. 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 Without actually moving his mouth or face at all. Right. He just kind of leans in and nods sometimes. But like, for emphasis. But, good lord, his it's a, I just it's like he has a mask face of his own of face. Of his own face, it's true. It's true. And how he keeps it so still and while intense. he's doing all this stuff yeah. is beyond me. Because yeah. I would be able to, I'd be cracking up every other minute. Yeah. Well, not, I would love to see a blooper reel. I'm not going to lie to you. I would love that. That yeah. would be just to see this guy break into a giant laugh yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that would be great. I, you know what? Let's, let's, let's get into an early prediction and a bet here. That we're going to see him smile by the end of this. No. Okay. That's... I'm going to go with your, they'll show a blooper reel. Oh, maybe. With him smiling. All right, that doesn't count. I think he's going to smile in continuity after being touched by Moa's humanity. That's my prediction. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I will disagree with okay. you. Okay. I do like it. All right, guys, put that on the tote board. <laughs> That's we gotta we gotta remember on that, your that bingo by cards. the end. <laughs> yeah, on your on your Ultraman bingo card. Ultraman bingo. I hope that's not a thing. It's like a very old Ultraman. <laughs> And he has a walker. I'm gonna go piping now. Yeah. Where's my face? <laughs> That's his transformation device. Is a bottle of pills. Exactly. Oh God, no! <laughs> he could be Ultraman Nexium. <laughs> okay, and we've done all four. Because any of those. Old age pills that we constantly see the ads for. Ultraman, like Ultraman Cialis. <laughs> they all uh, work. They 
all work. They really do. It's so terrible. What's your man Bingo. We are the worst. <laughs> Got a big long silver beard like built into the outfit. Oh, absolutely, of course. I like it. I like it. Well, I mean, we've seen Ultraman King, who does have the beard built into his yeah, mask. Sure. So you just have to build a slightly longer beard. That's right. That's and right. his walker is his transformation thing. He yeah. picks up his walker and he transforms. Yeah, I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll buy that. Or his medical alert He presses the yeah, button. Press. <laughs> oh, God, no. I have fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> and he presses Hold the button. And then he presses the button and becomes Ultraman Bingo. So. <laughs> Anyone who wants to work on that, feel free. Go ahead. We'll give you rights. God, <laughs> you want a little piece of it. God bless you. That's funny. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, <laughs> so AIB shows up like on cue, and they scan her with a barcode scanner that you can uh, buy at um, United, I think. Yeah, pretty and much. They anyway, said, like uh, barcode scanner. They said uh, we're going to take you to a safe house. They take you to a place. Um, in the Kaijo district where other little stars are being held. You forgot to mention that they use this little barcode scanner to scan Laiha. Yeah. And that's what they're doing is trying to see if she has a little star. Right. They figure out that she does and that's why they take her to this house that they have where there's other people with little stars. Right. And she'll be safe. So we come across two doctors. One of them is just your average um, doctor. Um, the other one is the tri-tip right. from uh, a couple episodes ago uh, that stole Riku's bike. Yes. Um, yes. Nice to see her going along. Um, She's finally figured out, let me try to be good now. This yeah. time. No, she wasn't bad. She just wanted to stay on Earth and didn't want to get deported. True, true. So she was Now she's working with the AAB, yeah. so she's not going to get deported. Mm-hmm. I understand that. So, uh, then she starts telling, like, she's, Elias uh, Revealing that there's a, a voice in her head telling her that Belial's coming. Right. Um, now I, I'm forced to pronounce it that way. I can't stop. <laughs> well, that's how they say it. Belial. 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 Okay. We like to say Belial because right. we're English mode, but if right. they're going to say Belial, we have to go with I their kinda, I kinda, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, it's, I start drifting into it. Well, um, no, you have to because that's his name. Yeah. You know, we say yeah, it. Look, I, sp- I spell it that way, but I'm, yeah, you know. We're wrong yeah. because we're not Japanese. Right. Ex- okay. okay. <laughs> sure, fine. It's also a good shirt. Um, <laughs> so Riku reveals this information to Zero, um, and Zero's like, what? And uh, he he's like, well, Ultraman Blyle's my father. And he's like, what? And he goes, nah, just messing with you. I knew, I knew that the whole time. And it, it's kind of a dramatic thing where he's like, wait, you're the son yeah. of Ultraman Bola? Yeah, I knew that. Don't worry, it's fine. Like, <laughs> he comes across Leto walking with his family, and he's like, I want to talk to you about my dad. <laughs> Leto whips the glass off. He's like, tell me more. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's another, this comedic transformation. It's nice. That we love to death because he yeah. tra- transforms from the Clark Kent to, to the, the Superman, Superman, yep. So quickly and easily. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Very well done. It's beautiful. Um, so Zero gives him advice like, hey, um, you know, it's not it's not who your parents are. It's not where you come from. It's what you are inside. Right. That kind of and thing. And you have made the choice to be a good person right. and all that. And I'll help you. And yes. So... Uh, Leha then learns that her powers were sealed after her parents' death and that the little star's creation was all Kay's doing. Right, Fukuide. Fukuide, right. But, uh, 
but the Godola AIB member Godo Wynn reveals his true colors when he and his fellow Godola alien uh, attempt to abduct the little stars to restore their race's former glory. And the Godola is a great looking alien. It is. Um, it is. As a matter of fact, I have to find that guy. Um, but it's well, it's really an awesome looking alien. He kind of looks a little, maybe distantly uh, related to um, Pega, maybe. Right, but he's got a more ovalish mouth, and it's a longer right, no longer head, longer head, and, and, and the eye stalks are more into the built into to the, the head. Yeah. Right. yeah, and he's also got what, what very much like skeletal. Bits. Yeah, like an exoskeleton. Uh, an exoskeleton. Right, right, That's right. Where I was looking for. Thank you. There you go. One of those outside skeletons. <laughs> All right, I'm tired. What, like lawn furniture? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> he's got it on the outside of his body. Mm -hmm. So it's a mm -hmm. cool-looking costume. Yeah. But I can see he might be related to the Pega. Yeah. But D not distant not. cosmic cousins. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and uh, they so they try to abduct the little stars. One of them takes uh, tri-tip hostage. And um, finally, and the other one takes uh, Zeta hostage. Right. Now, uh, they try to get the tri-tip to open the door, which we have found which out she can does only be, be opened, opened by, by her. tri-tip. Right. She starts opening it, and Leha Just whips out her beats the hell out and of her. beats the snot out of this guy. So she doesn't have her sword. She, she's, she's oh, uses a mop. Yeah, she's so, a mop. yeah, uh, she's fisticuffing with him, and then uh, Moa throws her a mop, which she busts off the mop head, mop head and, and starts and whipping the crap out of yeah. him. Uses the stick as a staff. The first time this guy's probably excited to be wearing a padded suit. <laughs> In his whole life. <laughs> He's like, yeah, these monster suits aren't that great, until this woman starts smacking you around with a stick. Yeah. So, uh, and then Zeta defeats his opponent by just beating the living daylight yeah, out beating of him. The, and again, beating the snot out of him. And they both kind of realize, we're not going to win. And the one and that's one fighting Leha yeah, decides giant. to become a giant breakthrough this AIB facility. Yep. And then Ren tells Riku, this is there's a problem with the AIB facility. Moa and Leha are in trouble. And he's like, oh, is it... Is it Belial? And she's like, no, no, this is an unrelated monster. And he's like, okay, great. You know, yeah, now i got to go find him anyway. Transforms to Jeed, flies in, uses the ripping, ripping something. Ripping burst. Was it a ripping burst? I think it's ripping burst. Like, it's like a, like a blade, right? And then it hits the monster. He lands and slides. Slides down because he's got so much momentum. He yeah. slides across instead of straight down. He slides yeah. across. Slides across, wrecking all sorts of nonsense. All sorts. <laughs> <laughs> and which uh, they do try to show as much dem demolition as they can. And the pavers union rejoiced. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Start making some more asphalt, guys. <laughs> Just keep it moving. Keep so it another moving. monster fight. <laughs> Yeah, the Japanese don't really have bottle repair. They have monster foot repair. Yeah, basically. Yeah, total like, whatever is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I'm late to work, boss. I drove into a monster footprint on my way in on the 405. All right, yeah. Yeah, okay. fair enough. I hit the same monster footprint. Don't worry about it. It took me 20 minutes to get out of it. It was terrible. That's why we say at my job, if there's traffic anywhere, it doesn't matter which direction, my boss will find it. Yeah, he's <laughs> every time. <laughs> 
he's coming from Pennsylvania. Oh, my God, if this traffic in Jer- in Long Island, he's he'll find me. <laughs> I was in I went through Delaware today. You don't understand, okay? Right, whatever, it's fine. So, um, uh, the Goto enlarges himself, obviously, um, and Le- uh, Laya and Moa take the children to safety. But then, but then, but then, Baliel arrives on Earth. Uh, wielding the battlemizer and just destroys the Goto. Um, yeah, just almost instantly, you don't need to be here. Yeah. Smack. This is not between you and me. So, right. get rid of you. Yeah. This is not the first time he has done this. Really? He's well, not real. He's not real tolerant of interlopers. <laughs> Go figure. I don't get it. What, I, a galactic dictator that's not fond of interlopers? Who knew? <laughs> You know, so um, and then of course, Cheat is like, "Okay, this is it. I gotta go take care of this." And right, but no, Ultraman Zero comes flying in, flying in, with uses his, his flaming foot, which I don't think we've seen. I don't think so either. Tries to hit Belial, and Belial somehow has a shield that protects. No, him. he hits him with the nizer. He puts the nizer up. Oh, and that's not the flaming that foot. And they both fall back. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and Zero tells Jeed, I've got on, this. I've got this. Don't worry about it. Right. And then... Not they, so much. Not really. They start fighting a little bit, and Belial turns into, and I had to write it down because it was just so awesome, the Kimura Barros. Kimura Barros, which sounds a lot like a capybara, but not as cute. No, it is absolutely <laughs> not. This no. thing is Jai. Gantt. Yeah, and it looks very much like Destroya. Like we talked about last week, the monster looking like Destroya from Godzilla vs. Destroya. But this, giant thighs. Yep. Um, giant tail. Big wings. Huge wings. And they, they, they unfold them. them. Yeah, they, it's, it's something else. Um, he, of course, becomes uh, Belial by using uh, Fukudike's the riser with the five king and Zogu second form capsules. Right. <laughs> you, you had it all there. <laughs> so he overpowers both Ultraman uh, and then he absorbs Jeed. Right. And a very cool looking yeah. thing. Very cool I effect. Don't know, you know, very cool effect. Absorbs Jeed. Right. And, and then, then Zero tries to, he's going to use that uh, that diffusion shower thing. Right. But and everybody Lyle says, stops no, you can't you know, because Rick, uh, he's got in there. Right. And Belial flies away, and you get to see the nice picture of him flying. Right. And they say, and then they show, like... Yeah, he goes up to the moon to digest to him. to digest him, because I guess it takes just that long. Yeah, well, And you see and you different don't wanna, You don't want to be irritated. Okay. Yeah. Why would you relax? want to relax? Of course. That's where... That's where um, if you remember, that is where uh, Bemstar took... Ultraman X. True. So, so that's where you... Apparently that's a relax. good place to relax. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's hard to get to, so yeah. for them it's, you know, a good place to relax. Yeah, the more, I guess it's okay, but I don't find there's much atmosphere. Oh, uh, boo. <laughs> it's all right. I was setting that up for a long time. Uh, it's fine. That's I feel fine. okay about it. <laughs> I do. I feel and then they show it. a couple different vignettes mm-hmm. to show why he's on the moon and how everybody feels about him being on the moon. Right. End of show. Yeah. Oh, and, and we know it was we know, Yeah, you know it's coming, but that's not nice. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and they don't give us enough of a monster minute on the Kimaberos. 
which I was not like, because I wrote down and I was ready. Yeah, there might be, well, it directs back to Ultraman Belial. And I think the reason being is because it is a Belial form. At least that's what I can gather from what I'm reading. Okay. So we're going to do a couple of um, Monster Minutes here. We're going to start with... Well, wait, before you get to oh, the yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, the next episode, King's Miracle... Yeah. And they show us the new form of Ultraman G that's coming. At least that's what it looks like, anyway. And I can't wait yeah. to see it. It looks like Ultraman... King. Uh, like Spartacus or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just more... It looks like the face of Ultraman King. Yeah. With all sorts of new ornaments on it. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see this It thing. looks insane. It does. It okay. It looks absolutely insane. So a couple Monster Minutes, guys. Um, we're going to go with uh, Alien Godola first. The Alien Godola, also known as uh, Godola Seijin, are a race of aliens that appeared in Ultra 7 Episode 4, Max Acknowledge. They have also appeared in Ultra Fight, Ultra Super Fight, which I have no idea which either of those are, <laughs> and Heisei Ultra 7 Episode 2. Okay. So they're not used yeah. a lot. Yeah. They really are not. Um, they are 2 to 47 meters. Uh, 89 kilograms to 29,000 tons. Okay. That's somebody putting on a lot of weight. Yep. Uh, affiliation, Alien Pegasa. Oh, so they are Pegasus. Okay. Yeah, so they work with the peg the, the Pegasus. So go figure. Right. Um, how do you like them apples? I like them apples. Yeah. Uh, a couple of Alien Godola appeared in the series of Ultraman G, making their first appearance since 2002 when they were in Heisei Ultra 7. And they attempted to take off with a plethora of little star hosts and return to their home world in order to restore the glory of their race. Um, when one of them went after Zena, another one attempted to take Tri-Tip hostage and the little star hosts uh, at a secure building. Of right. course, they uh, former ended up getting dispatched by Zena, and uh, the other fought What's against Laia and lost. And then grew to kaiju size, began to rampage, getting PO'd. Uh, and then Ultraman Belial just tore him apart. Powers and weapons. Alien Godola can disguise himself as any human he comes into contact with. Upon taking a disguise, the outer shell allows him to survive from even the sharpest projectile. Oh, okay. Including Ultra 7's Eye Slugger. Oh, mm. okay. Telekinetic gas. We didn't they have that. a red gas that allows him to surround objects like battleships. Wow, we didn't see that. Yeah. Well, that's pretty neat. Also contains a sufficient supply of air when used in space. Okay, fair enough. I'll that's pretty that. rad. Um, alien see-through. The alien Godola can see through the disguises of Ultras. Oh! Mm. Energy rings that could fire from a hole on his right claw. That's fine. Uh, freezing capsules. Didn't see that. Size change, teleportation. Yeah. Uh, and flight. They can fly at moderate speeds. Okay. Well, we didn't see any of that. No, but, but that's, that's Yeah, that's pretty good interesting. Yeah, so he is an Ultra 7 original monster. That's good to know. All right, so let's close that up, and then we go to 5 King, which is one of the monsters that became this... Uh, Instead of Belial Chemoberos. Yeah, there we go. 5 King is a kaiju that first appeared in Ultraman King S., uh, he was composed of five different monsters from the first three Heisei Ultra series, Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia. Wow. So Exceller created this monster after studying Alien Icarus's transformation into Tyrant. Okay, this is sort of a deep dive into this monster. Holy, Holy it's show. a super combination monster. Okay. There you go. Um, yeah, then you need a deep dive on a super combination. He can go from he's 75 meters, 55,000 tons 
Um, here's his roar. Coming. Come on. Come on, computer. Am I not? Do I not have sound on? I do. Okay, it's not working. So there you go, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> I guess the link is broken. That happens. Um, trivia, the number of monsters that make up Five King on the Ultra series they debuted was similar to the number of Ultras that appeared in the series. Okay. So Ultraman Tiga had two, Ultraman Dyna had one, and Ultraman Gaia had two. Okay. Um, That's fair enough. Five King is the second monster to be summoned through the Ultra Live process, as is as the first is Tyrant via the Dark Dummy Spark. Don't know what that no, is. No, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Thanks. Five King is the fourth monster. <laughs> yeah, they keep they couldn't have made him fifth monster. Know, Come on, guys. guys. <laughs> uh, fourth monster to be original to Ultraman Ginga S. The first was Shepardon, the second was Chiboroid, and the third was King Joe Custom. Okay. All right. All right, fair enough. It's also the eighth original monster in the Ultraman oh, Ginga franchise altogether. They're just throwing numbers that we're not going to remember. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> oh, his roar is created by combining the five monsters he was created from. Okay, so that that's makes cool. more sense. Yeah. Um, let's see. And uh, now we go to Ultraman Jeed. Uh, because we couldn't find one for the other ones. Uh, or Ultraman Belial, I should say. Belial. Ultraman Belial. Um, Alright, here we Even go. Even though we're English, we still have to say it the right way. We have to try. Um, let's see. Ultraman Belial is a very powerful Ultra Warrior until Greed overcame him and he tried to steal the Plasma Spark. After his failure, he was banished and transformed by Ray Blood into an Ultra Rayonix. Um, now, the Ray Blood are another race of aliens. Okay. Fair enough. But I don't know an awful lot about. Don't have to worry about it. Good. Um, <laughs> his assaults against the Land of Light always ended in failure after being sealed away by Ultraman King, later on foiled by Ultraman Zero thousands of years later during his freedom. He would later establish an empire in another space. That's capital A-S. Another space. Ah, so it's another dimension. Gotcha. Before Zero foils him yet again, resulting in his death. As a lingering spirit, Belial sought the help of several aliens and possessed Zero, but his defeat allowed him to be revived. Um, okay. In Ultraman G, Belial orchestrates the crisis impact and fathered a clone. Which is Ultraman Which is Ultraman G. Yeah, Riku. Okay. Uh, there you go. He's also known as uh, Kaiser Belial, Ark Belial, Kaiser Darkness Belial, or Dark Great Emperor Belial. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Dark Great Emperor Belial. Yeah. Okay, come on. Belial. He is, he is the Grand Poobah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, in this show. Yeah, so that's, that's always enough. good. Um let me see if I'm going to find anything here. Uh, profile. As an, alien as an Ultraman fused with an alien ray blood, Belial is extremely powerful and manipulative. His defining personality traits are greed and pride, as well as not above killing those who try to rule beside him. <laughs> Noted. Well, there you go. <laughs> Indeed, he seems to have a sense of recognition towards his own son, despite the differences in their alignment in a similar way to most parents. That's a good yeah, point yeah. if you think about it. You're Why are you listening to that music? <laughs> Why is that music so loud I don't yeah. like it? Well, um, 
He has been able to defeat an army of Ultras without much effort, and only Ultraman King and Zero have been able to defeat him. Um, so that's why this next Ultra that we see, the, the, yeah. you got to figure it's going to be at least part Ultraman King. Right. Because that's all it can be. And part zero. And part zero. Maybe. Got to figure. Yeah. Um, although Father of Ultra staggered Belial before he was hit in his wound. Oh, he must have wounded him. Okay. With the Giga Battleizer. <laughs> that is just the weirdest name that I know. I don't know what a Nizer is. <laughs> He's able to control an army of monsters and channel his energy into attacks. Using a Belial virus energy. Through his claws, he can inject into life forms. Oh, he can inject himself into life forms and make them his servants. That's pretty okay, sad. It's like cool. a zombieism thing. That's cool. Um, he is shown capable of uh, monstrous transformations by absorbing monsters and uh, mediums like the Emeralds of Esmeralda. Right, and that's what we saw is that he did absorb Jeed but had to bring him back to the moon because it takes time to completely absorb. Well, ultras are good eating, but they, you know, I guess they sit they, heavy. They do. They, do. they take time. Yeah, they sit <laughs> heavy in you. Um, he is 55 meters tall, 60,000 tons. Um, 66 when he's wearing his cape. Well, of Very course, it's a heavy cape. Heavy is the cape. Uh, he is 150,000 years old or older. Okay, fair enough. I mean, they're just kind of saying, yeah, he's old, get yeah. over it. Unlike other Ultras, Belial has, uh, Belial has orange eyes. Right. His eyes are also uniquely shaped compared to most other Ultras. Right, but he has sideburns. Didn't notice. Yeah. But his eyes are close enough to Jeed's that you can see that Jeed is mm -hmm. descended from him. He has a color timer. However, his is now purple, most likely due to his rayonics energies. Fair enough. Um... Belial's fingertips have been replaced by yeah, black claws. True. I know. It's <laughs> very hard. Through sheer will, he is able to unleash a set of red talons called Kaiser Belial Claws. We haven't seen those yet. Nope. But we're probably going to see those next week. His armor, after his change, becomes stronger. Now with able to uh, able to withstand the intense energies of the plasma spark, whereas before the artificial star burned him. Ah, there you okay, go. Fair enough. Um, he was left with a scar over his right eye as a result of Plasma Spark Slash. Um, it remained until his resurrection when Boyapana faded away. He wears a huge red cape called the Belial Mantle, um, yes, we saw which symbolizes his title as Space Emperor. Well, of course. He's the Space Kaiser. I suppose so. Yes. Ah, transformation into Chimaberas. Um, no information, they just show pictures. How could that doesn't help? <laughs> Doesn't help on a podcast. His original form. Yeah, here's his original form. Again, not helping. Well, that wait. How's that the original form of Belial? Because it was before he was corrupted. Oh. Yeah. Okay. See? Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, he was. Uh, so instead of the blue, he's got the red design on the silver costume, mm -hmm. and then gets worse, so it becomes black and red. Right. Right. Okay, right. that works. That works. He was considered. Uh, let's see. He was one of the greatest fighters in the land of light. Not much else is known about him during his early days. He was considered to be something like Taro and Zero in his time, a young, powerful warrior with great potential. Um, and I think that about covers him. Okay. As I said I this one's so. a good episode in and of itself. Yeah. Especially knowing it's 
That's what I work use for work. I have them in my pocket. I've got two of them. Oh, I was just wondering why Pat brought up scissors. Two pairs. Two pairs. <laughs> I have them in my pocket. I'm trying the, to figure out which one's better. The fancy yellow handles caught my attention. So cool. What's that? <laughs> no, Shiny the, object. The yellow. Exactly. The yellow handles for girls because you're only really supposed to use one finger with these things. So the girls hold it in their. Palm. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I'm. Um, I'm where were we? <laughs> <laughs> the trivia. <laughs> Belial is named after one of the seven princes of hell. It is also a synonym used for Satan. Really? Belial means Satan? Okay. Yeah. In Japanese, obviously, but... Well, he's a synonym for Satan. I, I've heard people use it as, like, he is Baphomet, he is Belial, he is blah, 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 okay. and he is Satan. <laughs> Back in the 80s, um, during the Satanic Panic... True. true that was true. a big thing, like, okay. with the... With the um, Hard rock, heavy metal. Yeah, and the preachers that. being like, nee, me, oh, yeah. So he shares a few similarities with Dark Zaggy, who are both. It was another extremely powerful being. Okay, don't know who Dark Zaggy is. That's fine. He has been designed by Masayuki Gotuo. Um, his m motif is that of a shark. Okay, I can see that. While his body coloring is inspired by lava, that I can works see that sense. too. Like I said, black He's and a red, lava shark. Works, yeah. All right. He is the first and so far only evil ultra to originate from the land of light. Right, because he was a good ultra, mm -hmm. realized that he needed more power, and then when he decided to get maximum power, he said, no, I need to do all the power I can get. And I'm touching them, taking the plasma spark. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Kaiser, which means emperor, is the German form of the, a German form of the Latin word Caesar. Yes. Yes, that there I do. I did not know that. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. I told you that. Um, two of Belial's forms are considered to be the largest and most powerful kaiju, since most kaiju are the same size as ultras. Sure. Uh, while his forms are big enough to hold ultras in his hands at their largest. We haven't seen that yet, no. but we might see that next time, maybe. Belial is the fourth ultra that fused with another ultra. He's also the first evil ultra to fuse with another ultra. Okay. Unlike other ultras, when Belial speaks, his mouth opens. It is not very wide and easily missed. This happens less often than it used to. Oh, okay. So we might just be missing it completely because it's not mm -hmm. a lot. Okay, so far, enough. Belial is the only Dark Ultra to have been resurrected. And he's well, the he's only Ultra that can change himself into a Kaiju. True. Because he has the Kaiju capsules mm -hmm. that he can use. Okay. Wow, there's a lot of trivia. Um, Let's not go a deep dive because we do have next week's where he's going to come back, we know. So you don't have but to one of his quotes is, I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair enough. That's what we needed. Um, yeah, wow, that's a lot of stuff. Jeez uh, Louise, there's a lot going on going. Good lord. Good gravy. There's a ton of stuff Don't go here. too deep into it yeah. this week. We can go into it more next week. I'm just wondering if... You know, I see... I see... That this Ultraman Retsuden thing is... I always thought it was a clip show. Maybe it's not. I hope not, because there's like 200 episodes. 200 episodes! They're short. They're like 10 minutes. I don't, know, be bad. I don't know where to find them. YouTube doesn't have them? No. Not translated, anyway. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Therein lies There's, the rub. Yeah. So, we got to They might have it in Japanese, which yeah. is not going to help no us. No help to me whatsoever. So, I'll have to do a little digging on that. All right. Yeah, it's always something. But I wanted to talk about the Battlenizer real quick. Um, it is a device used by alien Raybloods. 
Rayonic, such as Ray and Kate, that allows its wielder to summon a monster through a system called Monsload. Or Monsurodo. Yeah, okay. Uh, Rayonix commands the monster, even when the monster gets injured too much, so that Rayonix has no choice but to call him back. Um, but the side effect is the Battlenizer will also hurt the Rayonix as well. Oh, okay. Okay. So there you go. Um, all users of the Battlenizers have been Rayonix. How they attain them is unknown, but they may simply appear due to the Ray Blood genes. Um, that explains, this may explain where Belial's Giga Battlenizer came from. Uh, oh, that's a text for me if you heard that. But I turned it, I turned. Try to turn it down as much as you to vibrate. Um, <laughs> out of all the Battlenizers, only one existed for the Giga Battlenizer, and this was destroyed upon Barry Dora's defeat. And then reconstructed. Oh, okay. Only to return to Belial's hands. Gotcha. Of course. Yeah, we don't need it. So anyway, there you go. Uh, that's enough of that, guys. So looking really forward to next, next week's, week's episode, episode um, which is uh, King's Miracle: Time to Change Fate. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. And it looks impressive. Yeah. And then it's only uh, not too much. There's only 21 episodes, I think. Thought it was 25. Okay. This is only listing 21, but they may not have all of them. The last episode's up yet. Yeah. Okay, so fair enough. Uh, yeah, that that looks good. That looks uh, that looks pretty fantastic. So we might just get to the end of the series by the end of the year. It's possible. Okay. Fair enough. It is possible. All right, guys. So that's about it for right now. Uh, there's a lot more Ultraman stuff appearing as a little news item in the City Shrouded in Shadows game. Um, what game Did we not this? It's a PS4 game for a Japanese PlayStation. Oh, okay. And basically, as you're going to pick your girlfriend up for a date, right? And a monster appears. Okay. And and then you find out you're an Ultraman. Or something? No, it's even better. So in certain scenes, like um, Ultraman appears, and then like I don't remember. Maybe it's a. Uh, Basically, it's an ultra red king, game, right? Japanese. Okay. Right, and red king. They start fighting. You have to make your way through the city as they fight oh. and go pick them up and then escape. Okay. But okay. it's um, Godzilla's in it. Really? Gamera's in it. Oh. Ultraman is in it. Okay. Um, Pat Labor is in it, which is a, a, an anime franchise. Uh, Evangelion's an anime franchise, and they're in it. Um, oh. It's just insane. I don't know how the hell they got all these people. You to agree. would, yeah, to agree to this. But yeah. it's, I mean, holy crap! It looks amazing. Oh, there you go. We will never see it here. No, because they'll, there's no way they will be like. They'll let all those rights go. Right to owe somebody yeah. over here and then translate her because apparently it's very text-heavy game. She has to talk to people to find uh, out where to go and blah, blah 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 blah. Gotcha. But oh God, it looks, it looks so insane. good. Gotcha. gotcha. It does look so good. <sighs> but anyway, that's it, guys. We're gonna see you in a week uh, for the next episode of the Science Patrol. So Sally Ford, guys. Take care, everybody. See ya. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.